Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports. I'm Bill Roden here. Here, you don't know what here is, but I'm here, and uh, on a really beautiful day, survived a hell of a, damn, man, a hell of a storm, man. You guys uh, got hit bad? Yeah, well, you know what, up where I live, uh, you know, like in the city where you guys are, all the wires and stuff are underground. Right. We're here, you know, all the wires, like, out, you know, up, up, you know, like the old-fashioned thing, so when some shit like that happens, man, everything just gets ripped apart so so you lost power a little bit well i actually wasn't as bad as i thought i mean um that it was when i came back i was bracing for everything to be off but but uh it was good it was, it was fine it, right. it was worse in manhattan actually right. uh jamal murphy in brooklyn how, how, how did you guys get hit well you know my block was fine but you know i went for a walk right after it was over and there were like big trees down like you know there was one huge yeah. tree that fell over somebody's brownstone um, I saw wow. in other parts of Brooklyn they got hit pretty hard, like cars. White person's brownstone, probably. <laughs> is your neighbor really? Is that where you guys live? Is it really gentrified? Yeah, Beds Die. We're like, oh we're yeah, like, that's we're like, like in the, you know, not in the, you know, close to the train Beds Die. That's that's very gentrified. Okay, uh, of course, close so, to the all the conveniences, all the beautiful brownstones. Right. So I say probably. Uh, unreal. Anyway, that's another podcast. Yeah, we, we, could talk to, we could talk to Ron Howell about that. Yeah. Oh, oh we should have Ron on. No, we, yeah, we need we, to. We should, we should have Brooklyn Ron on. We should yeah. definitely have Ron on. Just kind of focus him. You know, we have, yeah. yeah, we should definitely have Ron on. With the with the new book. And I think he's writing another one. Yeah, also. yeah. That Ron, man, all of a sudden, man, is not all of a sudden, but he's like. Yeah. We should have Ron on. We should definitely have Ron on. Yeah, just say the word. Yeah, that, well, I'm saying the word. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> can, you, can you confirm? I got, I got to issue a, an executive order. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, man, so last week we talked, you know, we had Steve Wilson on and talked about everything else. So have you been watching? Uh, yeah, it's funny, man. I've been kind of watching ball. baseball, I think, is just a lost cause. I agree. Baseball, was, it was barely hanging on before. I mean, you know, before, but now right. I'm watching the cutoff shit. I'm like, oh, God, you know, then, oh, man. I can barely watch. And, and I, you know, it's not even like a conscious decision. It's just like, you know, usually beginning of the season, I can get into it because the Mets aren't completely out of it yet. And I can watch <laughs> Mets games. Right. But now I can't even really watch those games, I guess, because I just don't feel like it's real. Like it's going to, like like the season's, first of all, it's already a 60-game season i don't even right. feel like they're gonna get through that so i know i mean everybody like dropping like flies right right yeah i mean multiple teams i think the cardinals are the latest one uh since we had our show last week the cardinals i think they had about eight guys uh test positive so they basically took a week hiatus like but what you know like we talked about last time it just it's just another sign that they're not trying to stop What's the line? Where as, they long, say, as long as they have, how many people you need baseball? 18 people? <laughs> as long as they have 18, right, right. 18 people and two reserves. So you, the fucking catcher will play an outfield. And, 
Exactly. They, they don't care. They literally don't care. If you think they don't care, imagine the NFL. I mean, we'll get in. Oh, my God. Like the NFL, are they ever going to? I mean, I was just on a um, giant Zoom call with their quarterback, um, their second-year their second quarterback, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. And it's, it's funny, like even from the reporters, like everybody's just acting like there's nothing going on. Like we're just talking about, oh, you know, you got, you've been, you know, you're, you're up, you're 10 pounds heavier than you were last year. Are you ready to go? Da, da, da. You know, they are going to, they have acknowledged that there will be no preseason games. Well, so see. A lot of the questions are like, oh, are you going to be ready to play Welcome week to re- one without preseason? How are you going to bring 50-something people together in an in a ultra-contact sport and... Bill, you didn't, you didn't see the new, the new uh, helmets with the new uh, shields? They said, oh, that's, they said that's, the, that's the answer. The shields. <laughs> <laughs> These cats are unbelievable, man. So, what is the union saying with DeMora Smith? Probably nothing. He's know? going along. his money. As long as he gets paid. Right. Right, so, so I get, it's money it's money on both sides, right? It's money for, for the leagues, of course, like you know, ridiculous money, and but it's also money for the players who who aren't going to get paid if they don't play. Well, so and I think that that's why all these players in the NBA, everybody's compromised because right. if you don't play, you don't get paid, and you know if their finances like mine, I mean, you know, you kind of like scramble for the next check. Right. So a lot of cats, man, you know, man, you know, I need my money. These cats need money. Right. Like people ask me like, oh, you know, would you have done, would you have done, gone to the bubble? You know, if someone asked you, I was like, yeah, probably they're paying me enough. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know? Probably. I mean, you know, you can tell I me, mean, but I, I think, and that gets to a point where you were raising that seems like all the leagues that are doing with a bubble. Right. Been pretty good. Hockey, which I don't, well, I mean, I didn't watch that before the thing, but hockey, right. bubble, soccer. Right. Now, now, that's the MLS, right? Yeah, MLS. And I think they had early issues. Like when they first started the bubble, I think they had a couple positives, you know, even within the bubble. But since then, they haven't had any problems. And, that, and like you said, that goes for the, the WNBA is in a bubble. It's working. Uh, no positives. The NBA just had their third week of zero positives in a row. Yeah, I mean, baseball is an outlier. Right. And, I mean, they could have. Now, they say they're trying to put in the players association. Their claim is they wanted to do it in a bubble. Right. But the you know, players said no. But in retrospect, I think the way to go is probably put everything in a bubble. All competition should be in a bubble. Now, the only thing is, you know, the NBA, remember, they only took 22 teams, which still was a lot, right? Out of, still, out of what, 30, 30 Out teams? of 30. So they left eight teams home. The Knicks. <laughs> they, they left teams who nobody cares about. And like, even in the even in the damn pandemic, even in the worst, the Knicks <laughs> the Knicks can't get it right. Even when they're gonna take everybody, they were so bad. Take, it, exactly, it was so bad. It was a blessing, Bill. You know, right. they don't have to you put get, us through get, any kind of right. You get eliminated in the in the, in the pandemic. <laughs> who else? The Knicks. Who else? And, you know, all the bad teams. Atlanta. I know is not there. Uh, I mean, they, they really, I think they really should have taken about 18. They, they stretched it like the Brooklyn Nets are there. I guess the Nets are in the playoffs, mm-hmm. so fine. But although the Nets just had a big victory against Milwaukee. Right, but they don't have any, any players. Like Kyrie's not playing. Durant's been out the whole year. Dinwiddie uh, tested positive before the bubble, so he decided not to go. Isn't it interesting 
Now Kyrie was up there talking about, no, nah, don't play, don't play now. He ain't gonna, you know, he ain't gonna be playing. He was gonna be playing anyway. So he, you know, that's he, why people were like looking why, at him like. I, I know that's why people always look at Kyrie's man. He don't listen because <laughs> he's talking all this shit, and then he ain't man. You ain't even playing. You know, you right. got your money. Oh, you he know, got his money. He got oh his money. my! God. But he did. He did donate one point five million to uh, the WNBA. Well, good for him. No, well, that's good. Right, that's so good he put his money where his mouth is. And, and I mean, I guess we'll get to the WNBA, man, but they've been kicking ass. I mean, they have been kicking ass on the social front. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about that because, first of all, of course, it's not talked about enough. Right. You know, well, Include me. Goes hand in hand with the WNBA. Right. But, but, the, but what they're doing, and you talk about this all the time, they're way ahead of the curve. I mean, right. in terms of protests. I mean, nobody else... Uh, even comes close to doing what they've done, and for the longest, like the NBA's been pro, WNBA's been protesting for, about these same issues for years. Years, yeah. I mean, 2016, they were kneeling with Kaepernick, right? While the NBA was standing straight as a motherfucker, you know, they were like, hey, you know, well, contract. Well, they said we can't. Uh, they wore, you know. But they wore the shirts, Bill. They wore the yeah. shirts. I, I, I gotta tell you, man, this whole thing. I mean. If you look at what let's, let's let's look at what the WNBA do in Atlanta, the whole league is taking on one of the Atlanta's co-owners. Uh, what's her name? Carrie uh, Loeffler. We should yeah, we Kelly, actually Kelly Loeffler. We shouldn't even we shouldn't even mention her name. Well, mention that's we, all she's you trying. Can, you can mention her her opponent's name, which they're doing yeah. right. Warnock, right. where they wore Warnock. they wore Reverend t-shirts Warnock. that said that said vote Warnock. Right, which is great. It's great. Which is great. I mean, because they're saying, well, no, we're not going to, we're not going to go tit for tat. We're going to wear t-shirt. <laughs> so I wonder how many NBA players, when, when, when Biden finally announces his uh, VP, will, how many NBA players will say, vote Biden so-and-so? They need to. I mean, that, they, would, they is should. there anything more powerful than that? Uh, now, see, see, Jamal, Here's where we get to the real shit because right now the NBA, oh, you guys can kneel. We're gonna we're gonna put decals on the thing and all that. But as soon as Jimmy Butler says, you know what, I want to come up with a jersey with no name because essentially I'm I represent black all black men. I'm really just a nobody. Right. I'm somebody on the court, but when I'm driving my car, walking down the street, I could come into some racist cop some white Zimmerman vigilante and they could take my life. And I'm just another, you know what? Right. So that's why he wore, I thought it was a great idea to Jersey with no name. Well, the NBA did. No, 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 that's a little too deep, Jimmy. Right. Uh, Black Lives Matter, right. Peace or some shit, but don't, don't take us down that road. You know? Right. right. So same thing with the brothers said, okay, why well, we want to write buys it. Well, you know, I don't know. That's kind of gets political. See, when you, right. When you actually get to the real deal, and that's the whole thing with our liberal friends. And all that. You know, it's okay when you're just talking shit that don't matter. But when you start reaching somebody's wallet or something, well, I don't know, Jamal, hey, let's, let's, let's talk about that. Right. You know, what, you're moving into my neighborhood in the Hamptons? Well, I don't know. Right. Right. I was you know, quality, but wait a second. Yeah, wait a second. Not when it comes to my neighborhood. The NBA runs the WNBA, don't they? They own them, yeah. Of course, so, yeah, the NBA. They allow the WNBA to do whatever they want. You know, I, the, and I think it's the same kind of paternalistic kind of, you know, pat people on, oh, you know, pat people on the head. As well, ain't nobody watching anyway. Y'all right. can just do anything, right? You know, mm-hmm. and, and and which is what they're doing. They're like guns blazing, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Now, I 
in this column I wrote for the undefeated, I said, could you imagine the NBA taking on their owners? Now, somebody said, well, they did take on Sterling back mm-hmm. in the day. That was easy. I said, that was very easy because the NBA hated them. The right. NBA owners, A, they've been doing business with this guy for years. They knew he was a slumlord. They knew he was a racist. Right. But they kept doing business. Right. Suddenly, when people when they got their hands caught in the cookie jar, it just converged with his racist statement to his mistress about. So then, okay, good. Let's use this as cover to get rid of this guy. Right. You and know? it was so egregious that you couldn't really stay silent about it. Like it was almost like the the George Floyd, the officer who killed George Floyd. It was just so egregious right. that nobody could really deny it. So it's something that it doesn't take much courage to speak out to, to do that and then and then it was like that's like voting for obama you know like even tiger woods was like yeah I'll, he's like, well, then when, yeah, right <laughs> he's like I'll, okay. vote, I'll vote for another cablasian yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah i mean certain people you know certain and that's this whole thing with the kneeling it's got to the point now it's ridiculous you know right. like where i'm actually cheering for the one brother jonathan isaac who right. stood up I'm like, well, I'm cheering for that guy because I, did, I mean, clearly I, I, he's a conservative, uh, you, you know, and, and he's super religious. But right. without me even knowing any of that stuff, it took a lot of guts for him to say, man, I ain't doing that. You know, everybody, come on, man, come on, give me that. Because I'm sure, man, a, a number of brothers who are kneeling ain't really, they just kneeling. Right. Because everybody else kneeling. Right. And I see brothers with a fist. I said, why was this shit five years ago? Right. When, when, you know, where was I kneeling and yeah, I said, well Well let me let me ask you this. So is there any is there any value to it? Because I hear what you're saying that you know, you know, these guys, it's not really a protest anymore. It's definitely not a protest anymore. You know, the NBA is sanctioning it. Jamal, you tell no, I know you had this is a long drawn wind up to a question. You tell me what's the value. I'm saying at least we're in a different space now, right? <laughs> what space? What space is well, that? Listen, listen. The space was before, before it was like a big thing to if one person knelt, it was a huge deal, and and they were the people getting. That's, that's, getting that's like saying but, that's but like saying were, once once they made us use little narrow shovels to dig the plow. Now they give us wider shovels. What I'm saying, but it, but isn't it? Doesn't it say anything that now <laughs> it's the person who stands up that? is getting the scrutiny. Well, what do you mean by that? I mean, I mean, like before it was, you could, you know, first of all, kneeling, it's, it's meant to, it's a, it's a form of dissatisfaction with, with the current state. It it used to be, it used to be. Well, I mean that, but that's why they're doing it now. It's just, it's just league sanction. NFL, the NFL is not going to do that. Well, they, they, they're they going to play this Jeffrey Voice led by Neil before. But trust me, Jamal, Nike or Under Armour is going to come up with uh, knee pads, like branded knee pads so they can now play. Is that, a, is that a bad thing? Knee pads so that when you kneel, you can now have Nike branded knee pads? If Nike so, is co-signing the move, whatever, you know. That's like move. the revolution is telling No, right. you tell me. You tell me. Like I the mean, clearly, being, yeah. clearly you think this is this is. I think it's yeah. I think overall, yeah. Overall, like I, like I, I, I agree with you. Can't give them too. You can't give everybody too much credit for doing something that's much easier, and they didn't do it two years ago. But isn't it? Don't you give some sort of credit to the fact that 
you know, we're in a different space because, you know, because really they took on Kaepernick's protest and now all of a sudden we're all we're all in agreement with it or or the NBA all of a sudden agrees with it. So, oh, okay, that, man. so is that some sort of positive? I, I think it's, 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 it's uh, a pantomime. In other words, when you compare it against the NBA, look, I mean, at the WNBA, Maya Moore quit. She left. She left. She quit to see because she needed to focus on getting this brother free. Right. The sisters in the WNBA said, you know what? This woman, this owner spoke out against us. We're going to try to unseat her. Right. You know, we're taking on an owner. So, I, and again, I, I've been in the space, I've been in the space now where we don't, I think as black people, we they always make us make these binary choices. It's either this or is that. When in fact, it's this and that. It's everything. We need as many alternatives as possible. So yeah, so so fine. It's good that and that's fine. <laughs> but my question, I mean, you know, it, but but it's not what it was in 2016. Right. In 2016, when a brother would have, an NBA guy would have knelt, they would have been hauled up to the office. You know, I said, well, wait a minute, you know, can you, listen, man, even last year with Jimmy Butler, last week, when Jimmy Butler wanted to wear the, the thing with no name, and they said, no, no, take that off. So it's like, okay, y'all can help yourself, but don't take too much. You know, it's- Right, it's, and it's also like, you know, they they forced them to agree, like everything had to be agreed upon, all the, the things you could put on your back. So they did kind of, you know, gas them like, oh, you can make a stand, but, but we have to clear it. So yeah. you can't you can't do anything other than what was what was pre-approved. Well, here's a ticket, Jamal. You can here's a ticket. You can go anywhere in the United States, except for then they give you 49 states that you can't go to. You know. Right. So I was like, well, is this really a vacation? But again, I think that is 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 fine. Is is like it's fine. You know that they could kneel and raise a fist and that blah blah blah. But now. Jimmy Butler can't wear a, a, a teacher with no name in, and no, he didn't. He didn't pre-approve it. He had to tr- pre-approve it, right? But uh, <laughs> on, on top of that, are they going to allow them to when it's time to support a candidate? Okay, can we write that? Can we write you know Biden, whoever? And and, and again, the flip side could be some of the white guys could wear Trump yeah, pants now. Those guys are gonna have a lot of heart. Whoever does that shit, they're gonna have a lot of but but why? Why like why is it like he won the presidency? Why 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 does it take heart to be on that side? To go back into a black NBA locker room. Well and it, and it, well it should take heart, you know. You know should, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, yeah. In other it should words, take heart. I'm advocating, but, but see, this is what we talk about athletes speaking how sometimes we we don't we only see it as a one-way street. We said speaking out for shit that we agree on. Right. But if you guys like guys like Jonathan Isaac or the white guys, well, wait a minute, man. I'm not down with it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't want, we only want you to speak out on our stuff. And that's what the NBA does. When they, when they, when they open the door to protest, that door is open. It's a two-way, it goes both ways. Right. There are people who, who are going to say, well, no, nah, I don't want to kneel because right. I think that you should stand. My, my biggest thing is I think the NBA should become the first major U.S. Sports League to stop playing the national anthem before the game, just stop it. And they they used to not do that. When did that start? Well, it started like World War II. Oh, okay. But how would you feel about? I mean, the only reason I like the national anthem is that it lets me know how late I am for the game. (laughs) My my thing is that if I get to a game before they finish, 
I'm kind of on time. <laughs> before yeah. they, or the anthem, you mean? Not before the, the anthem finished. Well, well, fourth quarter, I mean, you know, depending <laughs> on my, my angle. Right, Sometimes right, my right. angle, I've gone to games, I'm going to this now. You know, I've gone to games as a columnist, and really, the only reason I'm going to the game is because I need to speak to somebody after the game. Right. And I listen to it, did they get the interception and all that, but I need to get them after the game. I show up like fourth quarter, hey, man, you missed most of the game. I don't give a fuck. I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to talk to so-and-so after the game. I heard the game. He got an interception. Great, great for me. Great for the column. You know, but I don't need to, I don't want to say too much because, you know, young journalism. You know, you want to like you want to you influence uh, negatively yeah. influence the journey. Right now, you got to read every page get, of the book. Yeah. Get there two hours before the game. Oh yeah, get there. Yeah, which I used to do. I did that too. You, know, you get right. there. You know, three hours for the game. <laughs> like, for what? <laughs> you know, I mean, in baseball now, now that they're kicking journalists, now that you can't, you, you can't, can't go no to the clubhouse anyway. Right. So what? What the hell? I mean, right. You know, now you got you know guys just don't have a life. You know, they just they just showed up three hours for the game because they nothing else to do <laughs> to, to eat. You know, to eat. <laughs> that's about that's that's the reason <laughs> to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh God! But yeah, I mean the anthem. Yeah, right. I mean personally, I don't. You know, it wouldn't bother me. It, it's just tradition. I guess you're just so used to it. You know, ever since I've been watching sports, that's part of the deal. But, but but how do you feel about it as a journalist and politically? If the NBA announced that, okay, we're not playing national anthem anymore. I would I would like that, but that's just a personal. You know, I'm sure there are there are journalists out there who would who would hate it and feel like it's un-American. You know, but but for for me, it's a good thing because I think it's just it's all political anyway. Anyway. Well, now and I think particularly now where everything is becoming so politicized. But even take, if you take out, if you, if you scrap the national anthem now, that's political now. That's a political. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. But what it does though, now there's no reason for Kester Neal and all that. Because they're kneeling in opposition to what that anthem stands for. So, so you know what? It's become too complex. Let's not play it. So well, let me ask you this with the, do you, what about the everybody wearing the Black Lives Matter T-shirts and the Black Lives Matter on the court? What do you, how do you like I mean, that? I mean, again, going back to that's fine. Now, you, there are 40 players. Well, everybody's doing it, but there are 40 players who are not, who are, you know, like LeBron and 39 other players are just wearing their names. On the names, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just wearing their names on the jersey. And I right. think that's, that's cool. Because that's LeBron is saying, you know, listen, I don't need, LeBron's got a body of work. Oh, yeah. I, I got my school. I've done this. I've done that. I don't need to be putting, you know, names on the back of my jersey. Yeah, you know who I am. Yeah. And I think guys, I think maybe guys who didn't get an opportunity to say anything, they scribbling all kinds of shit. Right, right. <laughs> but when you look at some of the stuff they scribble, peace. Peace. Right. That's Carmelo right. has peace. You know. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, I love, I love, I love Carmelo. Carmelo too. Yeah, he's playing yeah. well. He's playing very well. He's in great shape. Right. <laughs> in fact, we should probably segue into that, into ball. Because at the end of the day, I'm now, I can't believe, you know, I remember last year this time, I really was getting on Jay-Z. Right. Remember when he had his press conference? Yeah. Rock Nation. With, with, uh, Where he with, said uh, kneeling is over. Oh, so now you agree with Jay-Z? Well, he said. Kneeling is done? He said, yeah, yes. To ask your question, <laughs> I'm saying now what he said then, except... He said it then because he was being a prostitute. He was prostituting himself. 
because uh, he was trying to get a seat at the table of the right, NFL. Right. And the NFL was trying to get him to lure these black folks back to the NFL to perform right. in a game. Right. So so he was saying Neil is over so he could get a fucking seat at the table. Right. I'm saying Neil is over because it's been totally co-opted by corporate corporate America. Right. That it really has almost got to the point where it's meaningless. Right. And I'm saying, yeah, let's let's look at the WNBA. If we're gonna do stuff, let's let's cover the DO, like what does Nike say? Let's do stuff. Right. Neil ain't that shit. No. The NBA, those those sisters and, and, and those women are like why I why think, do you why do you think that is? Like why like I think women tend to be more serious. <laughs> I mean, in general, if you look at the black family, women I, I mean, there have been plenty of black here, but women are serious, man. Right. Women are really serious. When they decide they're gonna do something, they do it. It's Fanny Lou Hamer, Harriet Tubman, Shirley Chisholm. I mean, they said, you know, guys up there trying to, you know, you know, yeah. you know, Ulterior women. Motives. I, yeah, well, you know, maybe I, you know, you know, and I think the women are just like doing it. So I think at the end of the day, it's okay. How much ball are they playing? I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's why we kind of tune you guys. And I do think that the level of basketball, and I'd like to ask you, since you're an aficionado of the game. <laughs> I'm, watching, uh, I'm watching right now. What do you now, think? Bro. Who's playing? Sacramento and New Orleans, NBA TV. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what, do you, what, what have you thought about? Have you, what, what do you think about the level of play? No, I think the level of play has been great. You know, it's the, I really can't tell any difference. Competition is still top-notch almost playoff like in terms of uh, intensity and it's a neutral court now. So it's like, it takes on, you know, it's just a different feel. Everything to me, it feels almost like, like I said before, I think the uh, NCAA, you know, NCAA tournament, first couple rounds feel to it. All these people are in the same place. No, you know, no real fan noise, but the intensity is still there. And you can tell that this really matters to everybody on the court. Uh, you made a good point when you talk about the NCAA and I, at first, I didn't understand the point. Then I looked at it. You're, you're kind of right in that, you know, those first two rounds of the tournament, you're right. There's usually the top seed. Right. Nobody's there. I mean, the fans were there all pulling for the, the underdog. Right. Like a uh, late but, arriving crowd. You know, it's just like quiet. Uh, yeah, they just want to see basketball. Right. And I think here, it's really about basketball. Right. It, it, that, that, and, and I thought that, I, I know maybe a couple podcasts ago, we t- talked about that. And that in every single sport, you know, I think with the advent of fans, we added the element of showmanship. But in the early days, man, it was about ball. It was about making the team, being in practice, impressing your coach, impressing your teammates. I think that's what it's kind of getting back to. It's like, hey, man, this is, except you do know that although there are no quota fans in the arena, you're being watched by record numbers of fans. Right. I mean, millions. And more cameras since there are, since there are no fans. And it's like, those, I'm looking now, there's all this space on the baseline where, where cameramen used to be and guys would fall into the, ca- so there's more, all this space, but there's now space. they have all, all this digital, more digital cameras, moving cameras, different angles. You know, now when they go and review a play, they have, they got, Two times more cameras. Okay. So now, man, what do you mean, man? You curse the cat out. Right? Read your lip. I mean, and 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 yeah, I think I think you're right, Jamal. I mean, the game is more scrutinized 
than ever. I mean, I saw the first couple of games I saw, they were just looking at LeBron right. or Anthony Davis or, you know, they were just, and so you can't hide. I mean, every, if you were loafing, if you're loafing on defense and they show oh, yeah. you, hey, look at this, look at this guy. What's this guy doing? How much are we paying him? I would love to hear more. I would love to hear more stuff though. I'd love to hear more conversation. Which is, they, they, I, I, th- I thought about that too, because, uh, you know, they're, they're pumping in crowd noise. I do like the fact that they do each team's home, each home court. Like if it's a Boston game, they use their Boston music. They use when they play at home, they use the Laker music, same, you know, all that stuff. But they're pumping in crowd noise. So you, so when I think we all expected to be able to hear players uh, and the, you know, the trash talk and all that, but we, but they're drowning that out with, yeah. with, the, uh, with, the, with the crowd noise. With the That's fake my crowd biggest noise. critique. I mean, I would love to hear it. I guess they can't because it's probably... Who knows what they're saying to each other? You do you if you you know if you watch a whole game, you do pick up some things you wouldn't ordinarily. Because you hear you hear some things, but they right. they muffle some stuff. Right. But I would love to hear like the whole conversation. Right. You know, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh man, when it really like, matters when you get, when the temperatures get heated. I I, I mean, whew, I think that because you know we're not privy to that stuff. Right. You know, and to hear cats cursing each other out and fighting and all that kind of stuff. I think people would then say, you know what? This is the best we've ever seen it, you know? You know, but, but I do think this is adding a whole nother dimension to the game. The problem, of course, becomes when it really becomes like NBA, which you can, when the shit is, the outcomes are already predetermined. That could be a problem. Down the road. You, well, because, so, you know, we, well, we got gambling is already, whenever you got gambling in, it can go anywhere. It, right. You know, so I, I hate, I would hate to get, because I had always thought two years ago, so what happens if you put competition in the studio? And well, that's what, essentially, that's what they've done. They've moved competition into a studio. So right. now what happens when it's kind of scripted? All right, today is going to be triple overtime. <laughs> Tomorrow... You know, it's going to be, you know, magic in an upset. Right. I mean, I mean, you know, as far as 2K, you don't even need real players. So that, well, you know, that's what you're scared of. Take, well, that's what I'm saying. Jobs. Well, well, they've got, I guess they have real players to model after. I guess they. Oh, yeah. But I mean, because I'm saying I, we talked about this before in my rec program, you know, the kids, they're addicted to NBA 2K. And so I started. I bought the TVs and the games. I'm looking at this stuff, man. This shit is—they got Doris Burke and that, and the crowd and Marv Albert and all that. They—they've already created the model. Yeah. And Mad Madden. They've already created the model. They have the and in the bubble when they decided on the on the NBA two two K game, they have like a career mode and they have this, like this campus and they have this barbershop this. NBA 2K barbershop on campus. When they what? decided to put a real barbershop in the bubble, they 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 constructed just like it looked in the game. Now say this again. So in the game, the NBA 2K game, they have a career mode where you you know you you can pretend to be a player on the come up trying to make okay. the NBA. And they have this campus and they have a barbershop in the a virtual barbershop like as part of the game. And this was this was before the bubble, right? So when they when they had when they had to create the bubble, and then they decided to put a barbershop for the players, they made it look just like 
the barbershop that was in the game. Wow. See, but there you go, Jamal. They've already got this model. Right. And remember, they're just kind of putting this together. Now right. they think, just like we're talking, people, that's all they think about. Oh, man, we could do this. Right. We can and, do this. and there might be a bubble next year. They may say, you know what? This shit works. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it works. I don't know how much money they save on transportation. Trust me, man, they're doing the same thing we're doing at a whole nother level. They're like, damn, man, this is like, I think we got something here, right. you know? And, and and I think the NFL is now thinking with, with uh, Goodell, I think everybody gets it. You know what? The bubble works. But how can you do it for a bigger, like the baseball, it's almost like baseball, I felt like, couldn't do it. They could do it. I mean, why, they, could, why? they could put you in two separate places. I mean, you well, it could be like, like all those guys, all those guys do tournaments in baseball. They got the show tournaments. You could have maybe two bubbles instead of having right. one bubble. You have a bubble in the West. Right. You have a bubble in the South. You have a bubble in the, in the East. Right. So you have three bubbles, uh, West, South, and East. Then the champion of those bubbles will meet in the Midwest. Right. Okay. So only risk is that you'll have to get on a bubble plane. And then you'll fly to the Midwest. But the, but the point is, everybody will be in a bubble. The, not, not going home to, to yeah, families exactly. and doing exactly. whatever they want to at night. Right, which, which will be a vacation for a lot of those motherfuckers anyway. You know, they say shit. <laughs> yeah. you know. So, or, or, or they can create a family bubble. They say, okay, there'll be, if you've got a young family, whatever, we'll create. Listen, man, they're planning to do this shit on Mars and space anyway. That's what they're planning for in space anyway. That's what this shit's going to be in space anyway. It's going to be a right. bubble. It's, the only right. difference is that you and me may not be there. You know, it's gonna be, it's, you know, it's gonna be a, it's, but it's going to be a bubble. It's going to be a bubble on the moon. It's going to be a bubble on Mars. You know, it's going to be a bubble. So you could create, recreate the, the atmosphere by which, you know, which we live. So that's another podcast. Um, yeah. But, but I think if they now that they think about the NFL, the NFL's problem is a contact problem. That's their problem. Is that it's such a heavily contact sport, but they can still do the bubble. They said, but because it's so such a contact sport, y'all ain't going nowhere. Right. I mean, that's what y'all ain't going nowhere. NBA is a contact sport, also, and so that's why to me it's not about even. I would think the NFL, since you're outside, the actual sport itself may be even safer than, say, the NBA, which which is still contact. You're right up in each other's face, you know. But so tell inside. me how the NBA, so tell me how the NFL bubble will work then. No, it's all about keeping people away from the rest of society. So you would have you have 32 NFL teams. Right. It has to be along the lines of what you're saying for baseball. There have to be multiple bubbles, like M- multiple regional, bubbles. regional bubbles. And they only play in like two or three, like two stadiums. But once you go in, you ain't going out. Yeah, you know, yeah. Once you're in that bubble, you don't go out. You gotta, you have to commit, just like the NBA guys did. You have to commit three months, three, four months but, without your family. And like as if you live. Or you can, or like the NBA, you can or, bring or the bring family yourself. in and quarantine them. So the problem, so the question is, you've got Disney World. Maybe didn't, and that's great since I worked for ESPN and Disney. So maybe Disney then 
in other words, it works at Disney because you've got this place where it's got everything you need. Also, my wife, you know, we were watching, you know, they, they showed a, uh, a sky shot for, of the bubble. And, you, and there are baseball stadiums, <laughs> you know, in that in that Orlando uh, bubble, in the in the uh, Disney World bubble. So baseball, you're right. Theoretically, baseball could have done something similar. Yeah, they could have done. But I think they like they said they're trying to blame the players. Union. But I think if I'm Roger Goodell, I'm now looking at this a whole different way. Said, hmm. If he's smart, if he's well, smart, because I don't I don't hear it. What's the only thing I've seen from the NFL is they put the shield on on the helmet. <laughs> that, that's their that's their big well, well, answer because to, you know what they're trying to do. They're, you got Arthur Blake. Wait a minute, man, I spent all these billions of dollars on this training facility, and now you're telling me I got to go to Minnesota right. and put on and 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 and, and they say, well, you know what? If this is going to work, yeah, that's exactly what you got to do. And it's temporary, you know. I mean, you're talking about another year or so. Two, let's say for sake of argument, there's two years of this. Okay. There's two it's still, years. It's still temporary. Right. Right. Well, at Ridgeville, we'll get back as Dr. Keith. They go back to Mississippi. Go back to Alabama. But right now, <laughs> right. you're, you're going to be in this spot. And everybody's going to be there. We'll have your shopping and all that stuff. You know, we'll, we'll make it. It sounds like some NFL teams are doing it for training camp. Because when I was, when I was on the, the call today, uh, it was referenced that the that uh, the Giants coach has has a curfew. You know, it's a, you know training camp is different because you can put them in a they're in a hotel hotel rooms or dorms and their families aren't there. And then you can place these curfews on them and you can say you can't leave. You know, you can't go anywhere after such and such time or you have to go straight from the field. It works. It kind of works in training camp, but it's it's once the real season starts yeah. and traveling and moving. Well, see that and no that's sense. right. And that's what happened to baseball. Right. That you go to the stadium, then you just go home. That defeats the purpose. You cannot, you got to do what they're doing in the NBA. You cannot go home. I mean, home is, your home is just. It's different for everybody. Right. But you cannot leave this bubble. Right. If you do, you will shoot you on sight. (laughs) And that's, and if you truly want to do it in a safe way and you, and you are, are even going to pretend about people's safety that you have to do it that way. I don't understand what, what the NFL thinks they're, that they're, they're going to accomplish here or, or, or do they just not care? I mean, are they just going to play the full, people keep asking, Oh, how long, how many weeks do you think the NFL will last? And I'm like, it's going to take, you know how much it would take for them to actually shut everything down. Baseball hasn't shut everything down and, and teams are half the team is, is, uh, you know, contracting the virus the NFL is going to just do this until they until they absolutely cannot. Yeah, man. It's but that's the NFL. They have not cared about players ever. Right. Remember, how long did it take them to even acknowledge that that concussion? Uh, yeah, concussions. Yeah, right. They're only forced to it. Right. Yeah, like they're like the tobacco industry. Right. You know. Uh, but what about colleges? Now we've just been talking about the pros. You got all these a number of colleges are saying we're not. I did an interview with Leonard Hamilton uh, a couple yesterday oh, okay. about Jonathan Isaac. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing these whistles in the background. Oh, I said, Leonard, where are you? They're in practice. They're practicing. So all the schools can practice. I said, well, are regular students on campus? No. I said, well, no, wait a minute. <laughs> so they're saying, well, you know, a lot of our kids, you know, they where they live, they're safe for here. So I'm like, see, but that's, 
they're bringing these athletes, okay, but they tell regular students, well, you know, it ain't safe for y'all to come, but it's safe for them to come. Right, and we know why it's safe. So college football news, or fall sports. Fall sports championships have been canceled. This was, this was as of yesterday. Fall sports championships have been canceled in NCAA Division II and Division III as a, result, one. As a result of the pandemic. Now, what, what, what's missing from that? <laughs> no, no. Well, well, we know that Division One athletes have bigger lungs, and, and they, uh, <laughs> they, their immune systems, their immune systems are more well developed. So, so they, they're better place. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I, I need to see scientific evidence of that. Okay. So send me, Dr. send Fauci. me, yeah, Dr. Fauci. Can you comment on this? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I consulted with. Uh, and they said that it is a fact that the Division One athletes' lungs are bigger. Here's their statement. Looking at the health and safety challenges we faced this fall during this unprecedented time, we had to make this tough decision to cancel championships for fall sports this academic year in the best interest of our student, athlete, and member institutions. Now, you would think the same would apply to Division One athletes, right? I want to see that statement of Division One. Well... <laughs> We respectfully disagree. <laughs> this was, this oh, was my, I, and I, we were saying, we talked about this month, like when the pandemic first started, <laughs> what, what would it take on co- for college camp? Like, like I wondered back then whether schools would, would intentionally bring back, would just, you know, allow students to come back just so they could play the season. But, you know, so, that, so they don't seem so hypocritical, but they don't care. Right. Because they, they they do not care how it looks. They're like, oh, we don't right. forget it. You guys can come back. We won't even have students come back. Right. Everybody knows we make all your money. We make all of our money from you based on based on you guys. Most of you black guys. So, so just the most you, vulnerable so just group. you come back. Just you right. come back. Right. Yeah. And, and oh man, it, it is awful. And then it's going to be mostly black guys. Right. Mostly black guys who are who most affected. Back. By yeah. the way, and whose yeah, families I, whose families are most affected. Yeah, it's, yeah. So it, it, that's almost a little more egregious than even the NBA. It, it, it is because they don't—they're they, not even getting paid. Right. This is this the is about NBA, NFL. They can make their own decision right. based on a, you know a financial decision, right. and in a way, these—that's how that is how they take advantage of of the college kids also because the college kids feel that like they're making a financial decision too, but for the future, which which. 90% of the time doesn't even exist. Like it's just right. it's just a dream. Right. Oh man, it's unbelievable. I didn't see, I didn't know about the uh the statement. But you're right. I, I want to hear the division one statement. <laughs> and maybe it'll be made by Dr. Fauci. Well, we've done we've biologically did and biologically, division one athletes are much better, they're better equipped to handle the virus than their division two and three counterparts. I've heard the argument on Twitter. I was talking about this on Twitter yesterday. And, and a couple people came back at me with, well, you know, obviously, of course, it's about the money, but that money is very important. And that money that these guys make, you know, goes to the entire uh, university. Worse, so we already know that it's about money. That money can help a lot of people. That's that's the argument. That, that, but that even strengthens the argument that we should be getting paid. So wait a minute. You're telling me that the reason you want me to come on campus so I could I could help the fucking lacrosse team. <laughs> Which is all white, by the way. Right. In other words, everything you want me to help, the softball team, the right. tennis team, right. squash team. How many black people, how many black coaches do they have on that? It's like the plantation. Right. You want me to be in the field so I can keep the big house running. 
Right. You know what, Jamal? This shit's awful. No, it's you awful. Know? How about how about the Pac-12 and the Big Ten players came together, not together, but separately, um, about a thousand players from each, I think, signed the document where they made demands in order to play, you know, for them to play this upcoming season, including more testing, social distancing requirement, whistleblower protection, medical red search for players who, who contract COVID-19, and also preserving eligibility and scholarships for those who decide to opt out. So giving themselves some protection, they're making these demands, or they won't play. This is like a thousand players from the Pac-12. I knew, I knew about Pac-12. The, the, the Pac-12. So who's coordinating this? I, I bet it has to be the, the guys who, uh, who, who started the whole student uh, uh, union Who's who's putting it together? Do you know who the? Not, not, I, 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 I sound like I sound like the like the fucking the CIA. Who's putting this together? So I'm not, well, it's definitely lawyers. Definitely wrote wrote the uh, you know their you know wrote out their demands. Um, the the that was and that's really the Big Ten who came out yesterday to join the Pac-12. The Pac-12 asked for even more. They they asked uh, uh, that the Pac-12 distribute fifty percent of each sports total conference revenue evenly among athletes and their respective sports, uh, six-year athletic scholarships to foster undergraduate and graduate degree completion, and a permanent civic engagement task force made up of our leaders, experts of our choice, and university and conference administrators to address outstanding issues such as racial injustice in college sports and in society. So, wow. they put, they, you know, they, they went hard with this, and, and, and it, like, that's, that's a, a good thing. That that's a good sign. It's going to take a lot for them to to get these concessions, but at least at least now you have players sticking together and demanding. I like that. I, I like that. I mean, that's even more advanced than the NFL, right? Or the NBA, right? I mean, they're really sticking to them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like to, I like to see that. I, I missed it. That, that's great. That's great. Uh, great stuff. Um, so, in a couple minutes before we sign off, what are we missing? What's coming up? Coming up, NBA playoffs back back to back to real ball. When is that? Next next uh, next week? Yeah, I think next week. Uh, remember, they had the eight games. Each team had to play eight games of of seeding, you know, for seeding purposes, regular season basketball, and then the playoffs start. No traveling, just neutral court. Come back to that same court for you know best out of seven. So that that'll be interesting. And then coming up really is what we just talked about, like football training, NFL training camp is underway, football. Uh, they're, they're they're out there practicing. There's all, there've already been outbreaks as far as colleges are concerned. So we're gonna see we're gonna see what the NFL, what college football actually does. So who's so players are back in the NFL? They're back in training camp. Correct. Huh? Huh? Are the Jets playing? We got credentials for the Jets. Are they back? And Giants. Yeah, they're huh. they're back. Like I said, they're in. You know, they have them in what you know hotels or dorms, and they can tell them you know not to leave or, or whatever, and there's no contact. I'm not sure what level of practice they're doing now. I'm sure more film and stuff like that. But like but I said, fans, they, But fans can't come watch. No, no, no fans. No fans. Ah, okay. Maybe I'll call Jared. Plan to come see what that looks like. Yeah, if, if, if media's allowed. Oh, I forgot. You know, I forgot. I mean, you you probably could get in, but you know. I don't want to get in. Man. Well, do I, do, this is this is one of the places where I don't want to go. <laughs> I just I just went to uh, I got my COVID test today. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, I went to uh, I went to the uh, urgent care place. I had made my reservation online. Went today, 
and uh, it was torture. Oh, really? They, the swabs oh, and stuff? Oh, man. I actually, they stuck this. I'm like, yikes. If they did that shit, I don't want to, I, I tell them every fucking thing they want to know. <laughs> I swear, man, I would sell out every single person I knew. If they okay, wait, wait. Jamal's over there. See, no, 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 look, right there. See, right there. No, man. And it took, it actually took about, I just took it out. Oh, wow. It took about you know, a few minutes, man, just to kind of reorient myself. But then uh, I took a, 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 a uh, rapid test. So I got the results in 20 minutes. Oh, that was, that was a rapid test or you took both? I took a rapid test. And, and so you were you're negative? I'm negative. Well, what did you say? You asked question me. What did they say? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, this is all uh, new, you know? Yeah, no, no, no. I came back negative. Um, now, I don't know about the antibodies test. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've basically been in pretty much quarantine since March. I mean, I've been in my car a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Nobody's been in my car. Mm-hmm. I went to one, maybe two garages. Mm-hmm. Where somebody parked my car, you know, but, but even the first person going, that was like almost in April. Pretty much, man. I, you know, I go to the store, mm-hmm. grocery store, but yeah, man, it's kind of been my thing. So now, knock on wood, I got my result back. So I said, okay, well, let me even be even more like an asshole now, you know, become an isolationist. <laughs> but, um, right. but if you haven't got tested, you should go to. You should get. You know. Yeah, I did the I did the antibody test a few months ago, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't done the actual the actual test to see if to see if I have it. Um, but like you said, I've been I haven't you know I've been quarantined, haven't gone too many places, been careful everywhere I go. You know, I have hung out with a couple friends outside once or twice. Now you sound like Aaron with, with uh, the ma- with with the mask. Well, you know, I'm very careful. Yeah, not in, not in, not up in anybody's face. You know, it's a whole new, it's a whole new world. You, you need to get feet away, Talk to me while you're over there. We're good. No, no handshakes or pounds anymore. But you know, just like in the, in the bubble, who's that we were talking? The bubble, you like a, a buzzer goes off. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, see, Mark, if, if like, you're yeah, too close, they're, they're Mark Spears. They're 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 taking care of like the rest. Like we all should have that type of technology. Like when you you look at countries in Asia, they do have that 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 uh, technology that, that, that they use to, to suppress the virus. Right. They, also have, country. they also have ankle bracelets to suppress you. That's true, too. <laughs> Though I don't want to act like, and, and we're the land of the free, home of the brave. We're probably, right. the most, we're probably the most spied upon nation on earth. Right. Probably all, probably everything we do is probably sur- you know, surveillance. So well, I don't want to act like, well, look at China. No, look at you. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. We're anyway. Not that, we're not that far off. Yeah. So this is Jamal. This has been great. Yep, good stuff. I'm impressed with the competition of the NBA. Looking forward to the playoffs. Yep. Uh, but I, I, I would really hope, you know, this this month we're celebrating women's suffrage, the 100th anniversary of women getting the vote, which is believable. And I think it's instructive that the women in the NBA are really, they're really charging hard, you know. And uh, it's just... You know, I wish more people watched the WNBA. It's tough because it's not the same game as as, as the NBA. Uh, It's not the same game, but it's a good game, and people are really competitive. But they're also serious about social justice. And this, and really, the you know the 
the the way they speak out and the way they, you know, the protests that they've done, it makes me want to watch even more. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think once people watch, they'll get into it. Right. Because you know, you're getting into competition. That's what you want. Are they competing? Right. And they're competing like hell. Great players. And and it gets better every year. You know, the competition gets better every year yeah. in the WNBAs. I, you know, I'm I'm confident now that that league will will survive and prosper. Yeah, and, and, and I ten, think this you know, whole we look back ten years from now. Yeah, yeah, and it just creates a lot of opportunities. I I just hope that they could do it so that that they don't have to put so much miles in their body by going overseas to play. I mean, essentially playing year round. Right. That it, I hope it it approximates the men's game where you some people may play, but you know you, you give your body a rest. Right. So let's let's hope. Well, anyway, man. Anything else? Anything? Uh, we're missing that's important. Not, not that I could think of. I think we covered everything. Yeah. So let's go do some grilling. Have you been, have you guys been grilling? I got to clean out my backyard. It's been a couple of weeks. All the all the rain got the weeds out and, and everything. I got to uh, means I have work to do. Oh God! All you was we should probably have your wife on the, uh, on the <laughs> no, podcast. No, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Look expo- at this. Don't expose me. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> don't kneel it. Kneel it. Why don't you kneel, get your ass in the yard. Why don't you start doing the yard work? <laughs> For real. All right, man. All right, well, listen, I'll see everybody next week for another scintillating episode of Bill Roden on Sports. For Jamal Definitely. Murphy, everybody take care. Uh, stay safe, and uh, God bless. God bless, but and also check us out on social media at Bros Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, go to Apple Podcasts, rate the podcast, review the podcast, and ask a question of us, and we'll answer it, or you know, give us a suggestion about who you like to hear from, and all that good stuff. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have one of you on our show as a guest. Yes, very possible. That's possible. All right, all right, Jamal. All right. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.